Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, as you well know, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Let's do it. Hey, brother. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing splendidly. Fantastic. Uh, I am enjoying the heck out of an Atlanta beer here in Houston. Sacrilege. That's yeah, okay. Man. I bought it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> a little sweet water. I need, I need a taste of home. A taste of home here in Houston. It is hitting the spot. It is helping to uh, wash the taste of this movie out of my mouth. This movie sucks. i'm sorry to have subjected you to this one my friend i took it willingly i'd do it again too sometimes nothing pleases like a fucking shit show yeah it's it's somehow oddly gratifying to watch it and think (laughs) i could do better or something like that i don't know what it is it's just yeah watching this movie you've yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a disaster from start to finish. Um, this is the second episode of our breakdown of the 1989 action movie classic. It's something. Tango it's like and Cash. <laughs> classic piece of shit. Yeah, it's something. That's It's something. Um, anyway. It's real bad, you let's guys. Let's just let's grin and bear it. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to sip some bourbon. What are you Actually, working on over I'm there? I'm drinking some Tennessee whiskey. This is... The premium whiskey from Uncle Nearest Distillery in Tennessee. Black-owned. Uh, you guys, this is delicious. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, and it tastes... It definitely washing the taste of Tango and Cash out of it. I am going to start in on one of those uh, maybe next go-around. Ah, you should. It's wonderful. Well, so, I guess I'll drive this time. Wanna, I'll recap what happened. Yeah, tell us, tell us all what Previous. happened last time. I tried to put it out of my mind. Fucking shit. <laughs> so... Uh, Tango and Cash are the two best cops in Los Angeles, I guess. Uh-huh. That's um, what we've been led to believe. We saw them each do a couple of, have a couple of little action sequences in the beginning that would have put any other cop on administrative leave for a while. And also, you brought up a good point that they're both lieutenants. Yeah. Out making busts and doing arrests yeah. and stuff when they should be behind a desk they're running bossing and ripping. people around. Yeah, they should be delegating resources and giving orders to their sergeants and everything like that. Oh, well. But no, they're out there on the streets fucking busting heads, kicking asses. They're doing um, stuff. So each of them... They're, they view each other as rivals, I guess. Right, right. Uh, not a lot happened in the first chapter, if you think about it. No. Basically, we're introduced to both the characters, and then they both get the same tip for yeah. the same the same bust that they can maybe try to make that night. And we meet the suite full of bad guys. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of bad guys led by Perrette, played by Jack Pounds. Right, He's Excellent. got a 
Quan and Lopez are his top lieutenants or whatever. And through a bizarre mouse analogy, he <laughs> is going to have Tango and Cash put in jail so that he can pull off the biggest heist of his career. He's Yeah, he's going to make them like rats in a maze or something like this. We guess. I guess. That's, <laughs> his, that's his scheme. Um, so, yeah, both Tango and Cash are very much uh, amped up to try to make whatever this bust is. We right. don't even know what they they've is. They've got that the they, same hot tip. We don't even know what it is that they think that they're going to unearth or uncover. I, I am All automatically assumed drugs an, or something. There's a deal going down tonight at this address. Right. That's all they know. That's, That's all right. I know. Anyway. Well, the action picks up if you... I guess we should talk about it. If we don't talk about it, we'll... We'll never never be able to talk about another movie again. Um, So this episode picks up with Tango on a stakeout (laughs) watching Ponytail Goon, who we saw back at Perrette's lair. Yeah. And he stops outside of like a... A garage door, uh-huh. and someone hands him a briefcase. The door opens like a couple of feet, and right. then, uh, yeah, briefcase slides out. And, and he takes the briefcase, again. looks directly at Tango, <laughs> and and then and then walks into the same building or into a different uh, maybe building, maybe a nearby building. I want to point out, lieutenants like Lieutenant Tango, right. do not sit out alone on stakeouts, right. Maybe it's in their con. They're so good. Maybe it's in their contract. They're like, we only work alone. We don't do anything by the book. Yeah, yeah. that's the only way I, that I can I think that it makes sense. Rules. Right. Um, he see, but he yeah. He, so he he witnesses this handoff of the briefcase and start like gets he out takes off his glasses and starts falling on foot. So does he need these glasses or not? Uh, when does he? When are they useful? He needed them to see this guy, I guess. Right. But now he's like, all right, now that I'm going to get into it, I don't need them I'm anymore. trying to remember later in the movie, he doesn't have them a lot. He doesn't wear them much. Right. I, I I'm going to say then no, I he doesn't. I almost feel like they're non-prescription and he just wears them for fashion. Well, I mean, I have some blue blockers that are non-prescription, but I, I do wear them for a reason. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. meanwhile, elsewhere, Cash is sneaking into, we guess, the same, the same building. building, yeah. yeah. yeah um, Tango be. follows Ponytail as Cash is, like, snooping through this building. You know what? <laughs> no fucking warrant. No, no, no backup. No, lieutenants don't do this kind of. That's what I'm saying. They do their. They make their own rules. And if you found the largest drug seizure in the history of drugs, yeah, you still don't have a warrant for this. So they would walk. I don't think that they care, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't, man. Um, they're writing the rules as they go along. They're the rules of their like police work make about as much sense as how ponytail is moving through this building <laughs> because it's like he's he's like nightcrawler he's teleporting from uh, one area to the next yeah. it's, it's completely beyond me this thing must have yeah he's like, like <laughs> he's like right next to tango and then the next he's like on the other side of the building the building which looks oddly reminiscent of the building in blade runner i thought the same where batty and the guys were hold yeah, up like, towards yeah, the end yeah it's like a dilapidated apartment building right. or something almost um tango man He's yeah. wearing these loud fucking dress yeah, shoes. Yeah, everyone's being really... Everyone but the but Ponytail is being super loud. Every time Cash opens the door, it's like... <laughs> like and and Cat, or Tango's like walking around in like tap shoes, it sounds like. Yeah, fucking penny loafers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> and, weird. It's we, all weird. It's very, very strange. At one point, like, Tango's like walking around and we see... Ponytail, like walking behind him through a, actually one of the movie's cooler shots uh, through yeah. a mirror, and then he like takes off running after Ponytail, making all kinds Loudly. of noise. Like, 
it's so loud. Like, what is happening? Um, anyway, Tango and Cash, through a series of weird cuts, like, end up drawing on each other yeah. and somehow miraculously don't kill each other. No one pulls a trigger. They've got discipline. I and guess that's a positive. They're immediately, like, sniping at each other. Yeah. Do you, did they, have they ever met before? I don't feel like they have. Okay. They just know of each other's yeah, reputation? Because they see each other on the front page of the LA News every day. They both, they, drug, drugs are out of control in this city if, if there's two megabusts going down on a single day. On a daily basis, probably, too. Um, how many millions? How many millions? <laughs> uh, they're immediately, yeah, they're sniping at each other. They both call each other the second best cop in L.A. Uh, Tango says he's been working on this case for months. We got this case for three months. Cash says, well, then you must suck because I've been working on it for a half hour and I'm already <laughs> caught up. Anyway. That's a good burn. Yeah. I like that thing. Oh, dude, so one or both of them must be out of their jurisdiction, right? Juris my diction crap. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't think it matters. Again, like, it just doesn't, no okay, one cares. Okay, okay. Like, they, they I'm just. I'm thinking too hard. But, but you're right. Some, or maybe they're in, like, central L.A. Maybe they're, like, near downtown, and yeah. they're both, like, wherever. Um, anyway, they, they come into a room, and they find a guy, a dead guy, and yeah. they rip open his shirt for some Stallone reason. Stallone just grabs his shirt and rips it open and is to see that he's to really wearing, he's wearing a what? Which you're just tampering with evidence right, right now. You don't touch the dead body. Well, you know Kurt this. Russell is, like, picking stuff up and, like, there's it's, spinning chairs I'm sitting there going stuff. crazy because I'll watch TV now and, like, <laughs> when someone comes across a dead body and I'm like, even if it's a loved one, I'm like, don't touch them, don't touch them, they'll think it's you. The guys are, like, they're touching everything. Right, their fingerprints are all over everything. Oh, yeah. They're fucked. Um, as they're discussing how strange this all is, and boy, is it, mm-hmm. uh, we see elsewhere someone's recording their conversation. Like, we see some, yeah. like, reel-to-reel yeah. The yeah. deal happening suddenly police burst in and well, it's the like, fbi maybe yeah fbi somebody it's, law enforcement I think it's officers FBI. I, I got it wrong on my notes in real police okay I, yeah. I think it is the fbi yeah that makes sense because later on they're in the like federal bureau of investigation right. ia right. or something exactly. like that yeah so the yeah, fbi burst in and arrest them um another of cash's guns we guessed the same gun that was in the drawer at the police station which that made me think then were the guns swapped out maybe and the one from the drawer was not his but just the same model or something but i feel like if he would recognize the sight then he would recognize that that wasn't his gun that was my thought as well but it it must have been the same gun from act one otherwise we'll call it a plot hole (laughs) <laughs> not in this movie, my friend. Not in this movie. So, yeah, the, the same one from Act 1? We're not sure. We th- uh, Anyway, yeah, he picks up the gun. The FBI guy's just handling it, I yeah. feel like, with his bare hands. Louis Arquette. Yes. The Louis Arquette. Arquette family patriarch. The scion. He's usually playing comedy roles. Yeah. But yeah, he's more of just a... I remember him as the narrator um, in Corky's musical yes. Red, White, and Blaine. Mm, beans. I love beans. Big, fat, hot, juicy, juicy beans. beans. Don't get me started about beans. Oh, my God. Cash says that the gun must have been stolen from his locker. Immediately, I, the police have, or the FBI, whoever, law enforcement has have immediately turned on their own in, oh, this, yeah. in this situation. You're going down for this. You love that shit. <laughs> I think I love the moment where Tango tried to walk out on him uh-huh. where he's like I don't, I don't know, know this, this guy. man I didn't come here with this man and with your permission I will be leaving this man ciao babe ciao babe <laughs> I did enjoy that I was like yeah that was Some one of Stallone's the, few decent deliveries yeah, not all of the lines in the movie are terrible but 100% or almost 100% of the deliveries are terrible but yeah. this is one of the ones that Stallone got right <laughs> um, we see outside 
ponytail, swap an audio tape with a guy in a car who's been recording or hanging out or doing something, and we see that it's um, Dr. Edgemar from Total Recall. Oh, hell yes it is. Roy Brocksmith. Um, we also hear <laughs> Ponytail speaking in a Cockney accent. <laughs> the story goes, I read, that this guy, Brian James, uh-huh. was uh, supposed to have like zero lines, but that Stallone heard that he could do this accent and just like <laughs> lost his shit. He's like, this is the greatest, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And, like, and so that he like, he wrote him a bunch of lines so that he would be talking more in the movie. It's every single Cockney expression you can think of. It is, it is so cliche. In. Yeah. He's, yeah, he sounds the like. The governor, Parat, he's the governor. Uh, you're not, you're not a tosser. <laughs> you're nothing but a tosser. Yeah, it's, it, it's madness. Fuck you. And then we get our second newspaper shot. Yeah. Police department stunned Tango and Cash arrested for murder. Uh, also, yeah, east, it said east side, west side, hero cops that's caught right. in drug deal action. Love so it. So I guess that's what's going on. One's the top dog on the east right. side and one's the top dog on the west side. Right. Although when we did see Cash earlier walk into his, walk into his station, it said like Central City precinct oops so whatever oops, the, whatever no the bullets fuck. whatever um, the fuck dude i read the review that said every single plot point of this movie is delivered via newspaper headlines it's 100 accurate <laughs> that's nifty it's a nifty trick um yeah. it's it's sort of verhoven but not good yeah, <laughs> uh, not, not at all. We see Tango's captain maneuvering through an army of reporters, and he's like asking, oh like they're asking God. him questions. He's like, "No comment." And then we see the two captains, both I, of their captains. Like, in that moment where he was getting jostled by all the reporters, I was just sure his wig was going to fall off. It and should that have. That thing was like it must have been his hairline on. had changed from the last time we saw him. It was pushed it, back. It further. looks differently every scene. <laughs> um, Tango's captain, Cash's captain, going over the evidence. They found the 380 at the murder scene. Yeah. No one but them was seen coming or going, and they have a tape. Oh, yes, they have a tape. It doesn't look good lab. for Tango and Cash no, right now. the case closed, I guess. Um, they listen to the tape. There appears to be a drug deal going down between the, the FBI agent and Tango and Cash. Right. That ended in the agent's murder. And then we see another newspaper. Um, yes, the third newspaper in shot. Cops Tango and Cash to stand trial for drug deal murder. I like the, the, the slow-mo perp walk. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It is like when they just take something on the news and then they slow the guy down and he looks more sinister. Right. <laughs> um, then we see newspaper, immediately we see yeah. newspaper shot number four. The cops <laughs> cry foul. Tango and Cash claim, set up, plead not guilty. There was a little sidebar story that said, like, about split egos and something. Uh, and I was wondering if that was, like, a meta comment on this film. That, like, we got these two big egos. Absolutely, involved. yeah. Yeah. Two very different cops, very different styles. Newspaper shot number five. DA <laughs> vows to convict rogue cops for murder. Policemen face life in prison if found guilty. Yeah. Um, in court, uh, audio expert played by Michael Jeter. Yeah. Character's name Skinner. Famous in the 90s. Um, did a lot of TV Michael work. Michael Jeter is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, he was on Evening Shade with Burt Reynolds. I don't know if you remember that show. I loved that show. We watched I've that show a lot. I've never seen it. It was, it was funny. And I remember then, him well from uh, the Costner movie Open Range. Okay, he was yeah. like the guy running the livery. He was also – oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He also played um, Edouard Delacroix in Green Mile. Oh, hell yeah. With the, with mouse, the mouse circus. Yeah. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, absolutely. That's It was after – spoiler – after his character's death – that James Cromwell delivers a movie line that is still one that I bring out on the regular. What, what in the blue fuck happened? <laughs> it's like, I oh, love that. Was he the one that he took the sponge off the yes, uh, thing? Yes, he didn't oh, wet the sponge. Yeah. That shit was terrible. Anyway. Yeah. 
Michael Jeter says, yeah, it's definitely them. I'm an expert, and it's definitely their voices. <laughs> then we see newspaper shot number six. Wait, wait. Now, you're glossing over the fact that Tango and Cash are just audibly out loud threatening the witnesses. Yeah, every time every time people get up, they like they call them a weird nickname, yeah, this, and then they say they're going to kill them. So what Skinner, the audio guy, got was, uh, remind me, to, when this is all over, remind me to rip Jumbo there's tongue out. With a tow truck. With a tow truck. I feel like is this this is witness intimidation. I mean, this they're not they're not whispering it to each other. They're speaking lowly, but I feel like it's it would be heard. Right, the jury can hear it, which doesn't help them. <laughs> heads up, <laughs> they are just openly talking about right, yeah. murder. We're gonna kill more people. Sure. Um, the newspaper shot number six. Expert authenticates voice tape and trial. Drugs and money found at murder scene tied to ex hero cops. These headlines are real long, by the way. They are lengthy, <laughs> and all of them appearing in the non-existent Los Angeles Chronicle. Right. With no, I, I studied hard to look for dates. I only saw on the days. newspaper. It was like Sunday. Yeah, they didn't put dates, date. which was probably intentional. I wish that they had included dates so that we could know how long this movie is supposed to have taken place. Exactly. It would have been helpful. This trial is going by like a whirlwind, but right. I feel like it would have been taking some time. In, right. In, real, in reality, it One certainly would, think, would. One would think. Uh, then we get um, the FBI guy, Edgemar, testifies to what he saw um, <laughs> when the police burst in. <laughs> Dr. Yes. Edgemar testifies that when Tango and Cash showed up, he thought that their sting must be blown, and he was going to clear up the situation, but then they killed the undercover guy. And, the, yeah, the exchange for Edgemar was, uh, when all this is over, we're going to have to pay Jabba the Hutt there a visit. Yeah, again, we're going to kill him. I'll bring the chainsaw. I'll bring the beer. What? Jesus Christ. This These guys are murderous murderous, violent cops. These are the kind of cops you want on your force, for sure. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, then we see the goon who tried to kill Cash in his apartment testify in Chinese about police yeah. brutality, and rightfully so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cash, Cash, has an at, uh, Cash has an outburst saying the guy, this guy can speak English, calls him Square Crow. He calls him a Square Crow. And we what? think that that's because of his haircut, maybe? His crew he cut? He has the flattest of flat tops. But when I used to watch that on the on the on TV, I was sure that was something that was to edit out profanity. Interesting, because no one says square crow. I've never heard it in my life. But, you, honestly, but even Tango's like square crow. He's like, what would you call it? I don't, I don't even know. I don't yet. know anything. Don't anything know. other than that. Honestly, maybe these fuckers deserve to go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into it. I mean, they should rot behind bars forever. They're they're taking two menace, menaces. menaces to society off the streets. <laughs> so then we see newspaper shots seven, eight, and nine. Tango and Cash trial lead to leads to investigation of police corruption, Medal of Honor, cops disgraced, Tango and Cash conviction seen as certain. Um, yeah, it is the newspaper headline. It's insane. Yeah. Do you remember that weird? This probably gets axed. But do you remember that Simpsons episode with like the. You remember Godfather had the little spinning newspaper headlines? Yeah, yeah. And then there was a Simpsons one with a similar spinning newspaper uh-huh. headline. And the like the final headline was something about like newspaper spinners go on strike or something. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Simpsons Meta. is awesome. Well it was. This is sure. this is newspaper headline overdose though. Yeah. It's half of the screen half of what we're seeing for the past five minutes has been newspapers. Right. But on all the newspaper shots, the body of the articles 
is nothing to do with Tango or Cash or anything from the movie. It's just word salad. They didn't pay a writer to write some real articles. No, they just were like, it's not going to be up there long enough. For, for, I, but I, when I freeze frame my Blu-ray... You're a genius <laughs> for even trying. I just was like, I, I don't even care what the articles say. No, I, no one should. And I'm a notorious proofreader, but I, I'm like, oh, it's just exhausting. You said that was like a thing in the ad well, business. Well, not necessarily the word salad thing. Like if if you're looking at a like a layout, okay. testing a layout, a lot of times just to see what a specific word count is going to look like, um, advertising people will put in, or designers will put in Greek, they call it. And basically it's just nonsense Latin. Okay. And they'll just say, they'll like, get an automatic thing to like produce 250 words worth of Greek, they call it. But anyway, okay. so that's like, people are like, do you need content for this or do you want me to Greek it? So yeah, this, this is should, sort of like Greeking, but it's in English. It's filled with nonsensical English. Like this, this, there are sentences that you can read, but they say nothing. They're just right. a circle, circular logic. Like the script of this movie. <laughs> oh shit. Maybe it was written by the writer on the copy. Feldman, Randy oh, Feldman. Oh, he's done it again. You know, when they make this movie for overseas audiences, like in general, do they call. do they make a, a different shot that's in Chinese? No, they put it. They, they put, put a subtitle. They put on subtitles okay. along the bottom because okay. they do that in they do that in other movies. If the yeah. newspaper's in German or something, they just put. It they in don't English make another stuff. shot for the German right. release. No. Okay. No, they say fuck you. You can read this. <laughs> um, fuck you guys. Then we see um, Tango's lawyer says he needs to plead guilty to lesser charges in exchange for guaranteed minimum security prison. Tango wants to know if Kesh is going to take the same deal. <laughs> and he says, I want to talk to Kesh. I want to talk to Kesh. I want to talk to Kesh. Can't even say his name. Like, why can't you say his name? Why can't you say the name Cash? Kesh. I don't know. That's just how Kesh. he says it. K-E-S-H Kesh. <laughs> when anyway. you say it, though, it sounds like Stallone. Kesh. It sounds like Stallone saying Cash. <laughs> um, Stupid. So we switch over to the two are in a room and Tango's not talking, just drinking, quietly drinking a glass of water. Um, Cash says he needs to get to work on his statement and then he'd like to go. It's so weird. I, they're not cuffed and there's no supervision. I thought like this, I yeah. don't know if that's how it Maybe would Maybe they've go got down. a guard sitting outside the door. I don't know. In the movie, um, they never touch on this, but are these guys in jail when they're not in court or that they bailed out? What do you I think? I guarantee you that they're free to come and go as they please. Okay. Because they got the special cop treatment? Yeah. Okay. They're, yeah. Well, as we'll find out, even their punishment is so light. Like That's it's, true. It's the, the, the plea deal it's that they made. shockingly light. Well, anyway. yeah, because both of their guys, I guess their lawyers have told them they should cop a plea. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we, the, and the we evidence know that, is so damning. And we know that Tango can afford bail. Kiki probably came and bailed him out. So. That's true. Kiki, yeah. <laughs> As they're sitting in the room talking uh, about the deal that they made to go to the minimum security, like, sort of country club of prisons, uh -huh. that's when... Uh, Kurt Russell's like, oh, you're going to like it there. I heard that open gym the gym at 5 a.m. You can get pumping early, and he does the little, like, beach flex, you know? Uh, that's pretty I good. enjoy – Kurt Russell strikes me as the guy who he's just brimming with confidence. He doesn't get his swagger from muscles, which I feel like is a little bit of what Stallone's got going on. Is that oh, he wants to be primped and – and glamorous and oiled, muscled. glistening. <laughs> yeah, but I do love his little, is him mocking Stallone's muscles making me laugh. I do. Well, yeah, everything Kurt Russell does in this movie makes me feel a little <laughs> bit better about this movie, but only only slightly. Um, so both guys' lawyers are advising them to take a plea deal in exchange for easy prison time. Right. They agree to take the plea deal together, and both want to make a statement in court. Yeah, there's a whole yeah. like seniority <laughs> bit where there's like who was born first gets to make the statement. It's I so stupid. I enjoyed that. I, well, I know it? I didn't. I didn't like the logic of it. I enjoyed, uh, you know. So yeah, 
what Kurt Russell asked Tango. Yeah, when's your Kurt birthday? Cash asked Tango when your birthday was, and he gives him a date. And then Cash says a date that was earlier in the year, and he's like, right. ha I win. And then Tango knows Cash's birthday, Which, I guess from yeah. reading a file or something. Right. And the date file. he gives, August 16th, was that was the day Elvis died. Oh, interesting. That's funny. This For movie's full of guy, Easter eggs. Because Kurt Russell, is an, if he's nothing if not a big Elvis fan. Right. And played um, Elvis. Yeah. But uh, I like uh, when he says that date... August 16th, isn't that the date you were hatched? Yeah, that line is pretty good. That's pretty good. But it's just the, <laughs> so it's the idea of the bit gets on my nerves. Yeah, um, everything about, every <laughs> aspect of this movie should get on everyone's nerves. Um, in court, Tango makes an eloquent statement saying that he doesn't want their guilty plea to reflect on the rest of the police department. Yeah. Admits to sometimes being overly aggressive with well, perpetrators. Like, yeah, if, if it's a crime to be too aggressive with arresting criminals, then I guess I'm guilty. All the cops I've worked with are good cops. Bullshit. I, I, yeah. Um, and then why is the lawyer acting like that was completely unexpected? Did he not know that anyone was like going to give up? the lawyers said that they should make a statement like, or Will something. you let me handle this? Like, why is he freaking out? He knew he was going to give a statement. The deal's already, I assume, been agreed to. Doesn't like, make any sense. Uh, I enjoyed Cash's statement. Cash's statement's better. <laughs> this whole thing fucking sucks. <laughs> The, I like the police cheered for it, though. Yeah, That's the police awesome. who were in the courtroom, and the courtroom was fucking filled with officers. Yeah. And they all, yeah, they're into it. They're um, into it. Yeah, so they, they ended up pleading no contest to voluntary manslaughter, and they're sentenced to not more than 18 months in a minimum security facility. Uh, then we see newspaper shot number 10. Guilty! Tango and Cash get 18 months. Yeah. Um, How long do you think it's been from arrest to this moment of sentencing. Well, this was newspaper shot 10, so I'm going to say... 10 days? A week. <laughs> Maybe a week. It's... We know... I mean, the, the legal system doesn't move quickly. The wheels yeah. of justice yeah. are not this greased. Would, in real life, it would be months yeah. that it would take for this to happen. But it's also then weird. In an earlier scene in the first episode, Perrette talked about they're, they're going to make a big... They have the biggest deal ever in two weeks. Right. Which to me is a weird thing to say unless you're sort of setting the timetable for what the movie is going right. to unfold under. But this can't possibly have happened in, in 10 days. I think it's supposed think? to have happened in seven days. You think so? Yeah. Okay. All right. It might be. This I movie really, doesn't give a fuck. It does not care about time or <laughs> sense This or movie logic. operates by its own uh, rules. Much like Tango and Cash. Universe. Much yeah. like Tango and Cash themselves, it <laughs> operates... On its own rules. So we're going to proceed with, okay, under the assumption that it's been roughly a week and a half since right. they were arrested. That, that seems fair to me. Okay, and a half. let's go with that. Um, so we switch over to Perrette's lair. He's celebrating by pouring some shots, probably some expensive tequila. Yeah. yeah. Some mezcal. Quan and Lopez aren't as delighted. They ponder what happens when Tango and Cash get out of jail. Lopez, again, he says that he's not into Perrette's games. Same brother. It's, um, they... I feel like the, the movie should have been even more direct with how stupid this is. Like, yeah. gone full-on, like, Dr. Evil and Scott Evil. Like, what are you doing this for? Let's just kill him right now. Yeah. Like, I've got a gun in my room. <laughs> we can do it together. Yeah. Um, and then and then Jack Palance, Perret, what makes you think they'll ever get out again? Yeah. Tango they, and Cash. Uh, <laughs> he, and then they take their shot, and they're like, we're, mm, we're, sort of le- we're sort of left to, like, think, like, what do you mean by that? That he's going to have him killed, we guess. Oh, yeah, prison. it must be. So we switch back. We have transitioned. Tango and Cash are arriving at prison, and it is not a minimum <laughs> security prison. It was some Shawshank Redemption shit. It, it is, was like it, a castle. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, it, it, it was like, like a, It was a castle. It was built from stone. Um, 
uh, elsewhere, their captains are desperately trying to figure out like where they are and right, what's going right. wrong. Um, they say they, they're they're still they're they were taken someplace down near Victorville, which is like middle of nowhere California, like in inland desert. from L.A. Okay. I think, but California nevertheless. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then we they, then we see Tango and Cash are being paraded <laughs> to the showers, butt naked. <laughs> Got to see that meat. That's, a, that's a Kevin Costner. Asses, yeah, that's right. Asses, you gotta see the masses. It was interesting because I mean, Kurt Russell's in good shape. Yeah, like he's a. I would like to have Russell's physique. Yeah, absolutely. But you put him next to Stallone, who just uh, like lives in the gym, I guess, and it's like, oh wow, yeah, Stallone's like this he's is like a guy who works out a lot. He's shredded. Yeah, and no tan lines, unlike Kurt Russell who did have tan lines. Which I, Kurt, Kurt, I mean, you look at Kurt Russell and you think that's a human being. And Stallone in no way is a human yeah. being. There's nothing identifiably human about Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> this is a man who spends four hours a day working out and takes steroids. And then the other, like the, the other waking time, trying to study human behavior, <laughs> to like <laughs> to learn how to mimic our ways. How does a human talk? <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, okay, let's do it. In the showers, Cash is on fire. He is. He's <laughs> agitated as fuck, speculating about who set them up. He's naming uh, Quan and Lopez as potential. So that's how we know that like those two guys are major players they were standing close to each other well, i thought in the shower but, like brushing shoulders or but again like stallone like not he like doesn't know how a shower works he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't know how to stand in a shower like a normal person he's like rubbing his hands and then like sort of like almost dabbing water on his face he doesn't want to get his face makeup or his in hair, the water probably. i just but he's wet already you're yeah. wet i don't get it <laughs> i love that yes he's he's he doesn't know how to pretend to take a shower. No. So, yeah, they're antagonizing each other some more. I like Kurt Russell's Stallone impersonation. You don't know shit. Um, it was great. Man, Kurt Russell can sell any line, I feel he, like. He, like you he's said, like, he's fearless and committed. When he's talking about the setup and he's like, he, ah, Lopez, Lopez. Lopez painted guy to tell me it was Quan. So he thinks, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to think it's Quan and all the time it's Lopez and now I know it. <laughs> he was Jack Burton in that moment. He was to me. Jack he was like. Fire. And then we get probably some Stallone instigated homoerotic innuendo where Kurt Russell uh, like bends down to pick up the soap. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's uh, like, yeah. it's soap, dumbass. It's soap. He's like, don't flatter yourself, Pee-wee. I like uh, it. The, the penis <laughs> jokes are pretty good. Um, <laughs> I liked it. And then Tango did it. That was one of the good Stallone jokes was he's like, don't, don't worry. worry, Cash. Someday the other one will drop. <laughs> <laughs> that was decent. That was decent. He's Have like, to give it tripod. Just keep talking. Just back and forth. <laughs> uh, Cash fears while rubbing hand soap <laughs> in his hair because he must not know how showers work either. You would yeah. think he'd be putting hor- like mane and tail in that, in that right? <laughs> but... But he's putting like dial. You used bar soap in that. No, no, they don't. They don't. The the prison doesn't spring for dial. It's like no. store brand soap. That, that soap is like straight up like lie. lie. <laughs> it's just a bar of lie. Uh, cashiers, they're going to be tossing gin pop. Tango disagrees. They, they don't never put, put cops in yeah. general population. And cut also, to <laughs> gen, it cut to a full on like. They're the fires. They're like they're it throwing burning riot. things. Yeah, it's a prison riot. There's there's two feet of trash on the floor. Fires um, raining down. Burning garbage is raining down on them. Um, it's really terrible. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, somehow of, the guards don't. They seem to not care. This is not a yeah. This prison sucks. <laughs> the guards are just like whatever. As long as you don't bother us. They probably Fucking. kill a lot of inmates, I would uh, guess, in there. Yeah, this is anything goes in this prison. Um, as there, there's like just a fiesta of terrible one-liners between <laughs> about, about litter and 
other yeah, things. Yeah, so I'm going to put brown sugar in your ass. Yeah, the inmates are in on the the, ter- the terrible one-liners. And then as they're mm. walking past, like, the guard station, we see on a TV <laughs> monitor that Face, they've got, like, a camera on Face, the big jaw goon. Yeah, the guy from the opening bust of Tango. Why does he get his own camera? He's got one inches from his face. Is he, like, a, is he like super crazy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, it was just... It's one of the many moments of this movie where reality be damned. It just makes for a, a good segue from the one shot to the next. His head is astonishing. Again, I just want to talk about <laughs> this dude's face. Anyway, it's real. Tell Watch the movie. It. It's it's unbelievable. He didn't age well either. If you see him like uh, later in life, I think he's passed away now. But right. his, his headshot on IMDb is like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what I'll happens when your head is shaped like that. As, um. as Tango and Cash are like walking past his cell... He is like screaming at them. I'm gonna tear you into ass when he's I get like, out of here. Bring them to me! Bring them to me! I want. He's like, hey, come here. I want to talk to you. It's so weird. Weird. He's terrifying. He's legitimately terrifying, and yeah. made even more so by his scary face. But then, <laughs> like weirdly, Tango calls him Conan. Yes, I remember you and Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, and he slams his face on the bars. Why Conan? He doesn't look anything like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not like Arnold. You surmise that maybe it's because he's, he's, he's a big guy. He's a fucking Cro-Magnon-looking he's six, he's dude. He's 6'2". He's sort of jacked. Yeah. Worked out a lot. Oh, dude, he was a... I wouldn't want to run into him in a dark alley. For no. sure. Yeah. But yeah. I don't... Anyway, the Conan reference is lost on me because Conan, he does not <laughs> resemble. Um, um, I want to mention one bad one-liner from yeah. earlier. When they're parading them through all the trash and uh, fucking... Tango is like, you know what I really hate? Litter. And then fucking Cash is like, God damn it. it. I forgot the marshmallows. It's like, guys, every every line can't be a joke. Uh, I mean, it can be. But it's it better if be. it's not. This movie, I feel like 50% of the lines were meant to be one-liner jokes. There's... There's something to be said for restraint. Less is more. And this movie is not about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like saying, just keep, say as many jokes as you can as fast as you can. <laughs> I love it. Um, we see the boys each going into their cells. Cash is put in a cell. It's gross as hell. Fuck. Um, his cellmate's enormous. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I love that. There's porn all over the walls. Between this Shawshank and Oz, prison Ooh. seems terrible and I don't yeah. want to go. The argument that they had over the toilet, though, was pretty great. Yeah, he, no, this is yours. He goes to, Cash goes to, to urinate, I guess. The dude's like, that crapper's mine. And then he's like, let's get one thing straight. And yeah. The dude stands up and he's nine feet tall. The beast of a man steps out. That is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kurt Russell, killer comic always, 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 always. Uh, then we see in Tango's cell <laughs> um, a psychotic Clint Howard yes. playing with a slinky and trying to intimidate, trying to intimidate him, saying like, I kill, like basically, the, I think if you look at the newspaper, it talks about how like a guy killed his best friend and that's supposed to be like a news clipping about him. Yes, yeah, that's the impression that, we get. That he murdered someone. He said, He's that's like, my best friend. I killed him. And that crazy people, like you don't mess with crazy people. Like, yeah, crazy. I'm crazy. Crazy people aren't afraid of anybody. Right. Um, he fucks with his, he's starting to, wait, he's reading the newspaper. Yeah, and then he's like t- reading the Tango's fucking Tango's reading stocks. the stock, the business section. Yeah. Sugar is apparently going up. As you say, where the fuck did he get that newspaper from? I have from? no idea, man. 
I, I mean, no I get that they probably do have newspapers in there that you can read in the in the library area, which right. I assume most that jails have. That prison does not have a library. Well, if it does, I don't think they let you take the newspaper back to your cell. No, no. And he just fucking got here. Yeah. So right, he, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he had it sm- smuggled in his butt um, crack or something. Maybe. <laughs> um, later on, after Lights Out, we see Cash, like not able to sleep, kind of smothered under his giant oh, cellmate on the God. bottom bunk. We had I to get in a hate, fart joke. I would fucking murder, I would kill myself if I had to live like, he's being smothered on the bottom bunk by this bulk of a man. I would lay down on the floor probably. Yeah, and you can't, the the top bunk mattress was literally pressing him down into his own mattress. I couldn't would, live would, like that. I, couldn't, I wouldn't be able to breathe. No, I do. Um, then we, we, Go over to Tango's cell, and he's got Clint Howard like tied up in his slinky. He's, he's also got him in shackles. He's like shackled yeah. to the wall. I don't know how that happened. Uh, where? Yeah, you're right. Where did those come from? Was it shackles or was it the slinky? It was straight shackles. Both. You saw yeah, there them? were shackles in a chain around his wrist, and then he's also wrapped up in the slinky. Who the fuck knows? I don't. I don't. I don't. This know. movie doesn't give a fuck no. clearly. So, and then suddenly, and unexpectedly. And really weirdly lit, <laughs> inmates burst in and like put the two in sacks. They try to like fight back briefly, and there's yeah, like some yeah. some like there's yeah there's some moves exchanged, and then they but they manage to get them like tied up or wrapped up in some like laundry sacks. Yeah, the huge laundry sacks. Even while incapacitated in laundry sacks, they manage to like kill a couple of guys. Like One, dude, Tango, definitely... Tango kicks a dude like over a rail. Got a railing kill, yeah, and then. Yeah, it's like, just weird. They're, they're kicking the door on Tango's on Tango's cell. They can't fucking resist themselves because they're like, "Let's dance, Tango!" When they come in, it's like, "Can you not?" And, and there's you got this... a lot of mileage out of Tango like dancing puns. <sighs> yeah, it's really in this movie, terrible. But, yeah, but also like you mentioned, it's like why is it lit the way that it's lit? There was this bright spotlight type lighting coming from out of out of focus in the background, but it's like wait. Where the what? What's just what's happening? No one that, knows. That's what that would have been my two-word review for this whole movie is what's <laughs> happening. I think I more than once in my notes I just write what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. None of it makes sense, and I guess none of it has to make well, sense. Well, intrepid listener, if you like us are wondering what's happening, you're gonna have to wait until next time because <laughs> yes. we're at time. Thank God, I need another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta just try to to wipe these memories clean. Uh, so we hope you guys are enjoying. We're actually enjoying talking about this uh, as yeah. much shit as we're giving this movie. It might be a piece of shit, but it's a lot of fun. It's to talk perfect about. for us. It's perfect for the podcast, and I will be back. Yeah.